I want to talk about Big Randy's game for a minute. You know the little bump shots he hits from just off the green? That hybrid might seem like an obvious idea now. Who wouldn't want the best parts of a long iron and a fairway wood mixed together? But before the first hybrid clubs went on the market 20 years ago, somebody had to invent that. And that's what Cooper has done with its new Discoverer Rugged Trek truck tire. Combining the improved grip and aggressive look of an off-road tire with a smooth, quiet ride of a road tire. The Rugged Trek is a hybrid that gives you the best of both worlds. It's an invention so good that in another 20 years, it'll just seem so obvious. All Cooper tires are backed by a limited warranty, a 45-day test drive warranty, and select products are backed by Treadwear Mileage Warranty, helping to give you confidence on the road. For complete product and warranty details, please visit www.coopertires.com or www.coopertires.ca. And remember, go with the Coopers. Let's go. Before we left town, before we left the, uh, the, the city, the town of Bandon, we checked out Bandon Crossings. Randy, why don't you take us there? Yeah, it's a Dan Hickson course uh, just outside the little town. I I mean, I would never tell anybody on a shorter vacation to leave Bandon to go play it, but at the same time, I, I really loved it. I, I think I it's a course that you could put in northern Minnesota, northern Michigan. Um, that was what was reminiscent about it for me. Some funky, funky holes, and I know some of them might not be great, but there were – Two separate occasions where I, I hit like driver wedge, uh, like hybrid on par fives. Like I was laying up, my second shot was a wedge on a par five. So you, you just get some quirkiness out there. The conditioning was exceptional. It's really the course that, you know, we were told time and again, like the caddies love to go out there and play, right? It, it's where we they play can. With squid. Yeah. And we played with Squid. It's it's where they can get away from the resort and the guests, and and really, um, you know, have some fun and and recharge the batteries a little bit, and and reconnect with golf in in a much more casual and, and lighthearted manner. So, I, I'm curious. Like, I I, I, I loved it, yeah. I, and I thought there were legitimately like awesome holes out oh, there. Yeah. I, I don't know if we want to call them out specifically or how much time we want to devote to crossings, but I didn't have high expectations. And I think because of that, like I was, I was blown away. Well, a couple of things we should mention. We played with Dan Hickson, the golf course architect, and his story is kind of wild in itself in that uh, he was a, a pro at, I believe Columbia Edgewater, I think. He was like a, a PGA professional for a long time, got kind of tired of that, always had had kind of been like an amateur amateur golf course architect, you know, sketching holes and ideas and that kind of stuff. And basically just woke up one day and was like, I'm done with being a, a golf professional and I'm going to hang up my sign now. And uh, now I'm a golf course architect starting <laughs> now and just started doing stuff and like used connections to kind of, you know, a golf, you know, country clubs replacing a bunker or they want to lengthen a hole or whatever. And they don't maybe have the money to hire a, a bigger name architect. Like Dan kind of made his chops, uh, doing that kind of stuff. And then eventually this job came up and someone reached out to him and said, Hey, we've got a, a client who's looking to build a course in Bandon. And he's like, head explodes. He's like, Oh my God, this is a bit. And he, of but course, it's on, but it's on the other side. Of course, yeah. He didn't realize like, no, 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 it's not, it's not like there. It's, it's in town. <laughs> Uh, so he found out this was going on and he 
reached out to the people doing the job, basically said like, here's, you know, I'm, I'm very interested. They sent him kind of like an, almost an application type thing by his admission. Like he's like, yeah, I, I, ch- I couldn't check yes to like any of the questions on the application. I hadn't done anything, but I basically just wore these people down and called them and said, Hey, let me, I'm, I'm up in, uh, I forget where he was, Portland or Eugene. And he said, I'm going to drive down and, uh, I'll, I'll meet you later today. And we can talk about it. He said like, by the time he left that lunch, like he had gotten the job. And so then it was kind of time to design his first golf course. And so all of that is a prelude to, you know, we're out there with him and I'd heard this story. I was like really excited to to see the golf course and we got in and I thought the first, like, you know, maybe two, first three, two or four three holes. holes kinda, I'm kind of like, cool. I, or yeah. that's right. It's the yeah. first three. Yeah. I was kind of like, yeah, this is, it's okay. It's pretty, yeah. pretty, whatever, pretty blonde. It, yeah. Like this yeah. is, you know, it's in kinda great flat, shape, yeah. whatever. And I'm, I'm kind of looking at, you know, skipping ahead, I had already been to Sylvie's Valley Ranch, which is a wild ass reversible golf course that Dan also did, and I think was like his third big project. And so I'm looking at these first two or three holes and playing with Dan. And I'm like, man, there's the same guy did like these two golf courses. Like this is nuts. And then you get to four up by the turn, the the you know, not halfway house, but the little like food shack that's up there, and the whole place just like completely turns and gets wild and really cool and super imaginative and i loved it after that i thought it was i thought it was awesome yeah five like this downhill par five to this green that's probably 40 50 feet below and then yeah and then like from from there onwards it's just a it's just it's and, it, and it's cool too because like why like listening to him talk about building it and everything like that you're like yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was cool, man. Yeah. Like he's just like I just He's not overly prideful about it. He's you know, he's, yeah, he's there's like there's like a certain rusticism he's about some it. Holes. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, I don't really like this hole. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of probably, it's, you it, know, rules that other architects would have been defined by or or stuff that people would have said like, well, you can't do that. It's not a walking golf course. No, so, and I think yeah. he just saw it was like, I don't know. I didn't know about that rule. So I just I did this and it's it's It is jarring it's to It's really cool. to not have forced carries like you go play abandoned. We played 5 rounds abandoned with like no basically no forced carries. And then you hit get it with something like the mega force carry. Yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> oh, yeah. like it's not a perfect piece of land. There's some great yeah. stuff on it, but like you're there's a massive, massive kind of fall off, you know, down to these creeks and this dammed up river. And he had all sorts of environmental stuff they had to follow because it's in the watershed and there's wetlands and all that. But um part threes are really, really cool. And then like I thought um just going through I think eight, eight was awesome. My my favorite. Ten was fantastic 10 is like almost how i feel like like i've never played pine valley but it almost i was like man like this seems like something pine valley would be just this kind of you know like really demanding i would say it it's kind of all over the map like it doesn't i would not say it flows great because it's got ups and downs to it but some holes that i'm just like oh my god this is like being in in england right now that what's that's how they build they uh, build themselves on their website. Yeah. It's 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 Heathland, Heathland Golf. Golf. Yes, yeah. and like that eighth hole back into that corner is exactly that. That's where I felt like I was in England all over again. And um, so eleven, yeah, the Redan might be the best Redan in Bandon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's better than one at Old Mac. I'll tell you that. <laughs> to Brainy's point, the way you started was perfect. I think it's like I think we were kind of. I was hopeful that the course would be like, hey, if you go to Bandon, like please don't miss this. I struggle to give it that recommendation. I think it's like, yeah, if you're there for a long period of time and you want to get off the property, you want to go inland, play some, you know, a different style of golf. Like I, that's a real thing. You can wear yourself out. Yeah, I would say go, go, like sleep in one day, have lunch in town, and then go play this place like mid to late afternoon. Yeah, and it's and it's gorgeous. And then like I, I would say it's 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 inherently interesting. Yeah, 
right? Like it's a very interesting golf course. I think it has bar none. It has the worst finishing hole <laughs> I've ever played before. It's a and tough. I, t- I told Dan that he was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like we had some constraints and they weren't yeah. a par five finishing hole and all this. But like, so a- is a tough seed. But just for, for context sake, if I, I would say, uh, I'm curious your guys take on this too, is if, if, if I'm throwing crossings in among 10 rounds in Bandon, it's not getting one for me. Unless I, I'm sure somewhere in the world there's the luckiest people who get to go to Bandon and just stay there for two weeks. Yeah. And in those people, like, yeah, maybe. Like, yeah. sprinkle it in. Why That's not? I, I would play it if I had two weeks for sure. Yeah. But if I'm there for four days, I don't think so. Right. Ten I would, rounds, would you take? Would you use one on crossings? Sure. Yeah. I'd almost rather play crossings than, like, if, if the wind's whipping, like, I don't need to go play Pacific Dunes. No thanks. If I was playing each course at Bandon twice, I would skip Old Mac a second time and, and, and come play this. Okay. That's that's kind of where it lands for me. I would say the same thing, but with Pacific Dunes probably. Okay. Neil, Even you, though it is, as as mentioned, electric. What, what, do you, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, crossings? Well, some people can't handle the electricity for long periods of time. It's bad for them. I would say I loved, I loved it. I played with Squid, so it was awesome to play golf with, uh, with Squid the caddy. And if you, if you go to Bannon, you, you know, strike up a, a friendship with your caddy. Go out and, and treat them to a round of golf and, and make sure you take a cart, you know, because they don't want to walk on their day off. Um, Neil kept asking also, Squid for distances and lines, <laughs> too. You did. No. Yeah. Is no, that what took we you guys using, so long? You guys uh, played we were both so using the Precision Pro. Which is weird because we played under the allotted pace. So. We, had, we had these, we had the, like two groups of I, old no, guys. No, I was going to point that out because I don't think it's going to make the, uh, the, the footage, but if you've seen Strap Peoria, I want the record to state here that I am not the only NLU member that gets rattled by somebody pushing the pace behind them. Uh, DJ, Solly, and Tron were getting well, it's absolutely just, It's spooked. just tough when it's your group ahead that's that's clogging up yeah, the course. Yeah, and we, having you say that and then imposing slow. that on we somebody else. Slow. Oh, my God. But, but if we were playing under the allotted time for the course, how like how were we clogging stuff? And they, you should just let People them play, play through. Fast there. But we were playing faster than pace, I guess, is my point. So well, listen, we we'll take this offline. I believe, as Neil said in Strapped, you know, you're going 85, but the guy behind you wants to go 90. You, you should have let, let us play through. You should have let Just us let play, play through. through. Yeah. You should have let us play through. We were waiting on every single hole. We should. You, uh, you guys could have one. You could have played through, and two. You could have uh, offered that. All right, go. Listen, we did. Take, we'll you take guys this just kept line. saying. You just kept telling us to speed the fuck up. We were like, "Why don't you play through?" Like, "No, just speed up." Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I think you, I think that's conjecture. Going back, I think the the par three. I was kind of blown away by the par threes. The par yeah. threes were really interesting, varied, and the and the greens. They were like they were so pure. They really were. Anything else you want to add on crossings? I, I think. Neil? Lastly, we just need to say just uh, give a shout out to Squid again for. He he, uh, he was our caddy last year or a couple years ago when we went, and then you know there was like obvious choice this time. And it's yeah. like you know it's he's the best. He's 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 become a good friend and uh, somebody that like even more so than a caddy. He's like somebody you just want to go out and spend a whole day with. You know, four days, five days in a row out there. Like it's it's he's just like a, a companion and a and a wise sage. And, um, I, and I want to give a shout out to James as well, who, yeah. who was yeah. I, I I he carried he carried for me several different times and uh, I played poorly and he like went to bed like upset about. It. He's like, dude, I really let you down. Like, no, you didn't, man. Like I didn't do my job here. He was an excellent, excellent caddy. The the program there is. Off the charts, and yeah, uh, Squid was referencing shots that I had hit yeah. three years prior, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, man, like I remember what we did. You know, I, I've, I've kind of 
that kind of pissed me off that we did that last time. So let's think about this differently because that kind of derailed you last time. I'm like, dude, I didn't even what? remember that, you know? But yeah, I mean, definitely request him, but only if you're going to take care of him. Like, yeah. take him for your whole trip um, because that's kind of how this stuff works. You want to you take care of these guys tip-wise, take care of them, you know, whatever they want out on the course drink-wise. And then, and then, yeah, just really like, Take them every day. If you're going to take them, take them for your whole trip. Yeah, they're there to make your experience better, and they'll definitely do it. So... Mm-hmm.